with a look at Radio on the Go Sports 4 this Tuesday morning. I'm Dwayne Carson reporting. Here are the uh, new leaders among the KLMJ KQCR College Football Bowl Contest presented by Dale Howard Auto Center. With 25 of the 26 bowl games played at first place at minus six now, Jen Severin Bogue of Sheffield. One game to go, and Jen has picked Georgia to win the national championship. Three other contestants are in second place with seven wrong, and that's Bob Hicken of Dumont, Megan Raysack of Dumont, both picking Georgia, and Jordan Vanderloop of Alden picking TCU in the finals. Fifteen are tied for third best at eight wrong. Chandler Coonan of Grinnell, Veronica Groneweld from Parkersburg, Eugene Eubin from Conrad, Gary Shepard of Hampton, Craig Semler of Hampton, Jeff Winters of Hampton, Jana Winters of Hampton, Ron Fielding of Hampton, Mary DeSoto of Dows, David Thorne of Allison, Angie DeVries of Polk City, Amy Cordes of Applington, Austin Elling of Latimer, Deb Marlette of Ackley, and Long of Minneapolis. Only the national championship game between TCU and defending champion Georgia remains in our contest. Cash prizes of $104.90 and $98.90 will be awarded to the people with the two best cards following this Monday's big game. With so many people toward the top of our standings, the tiebreaker points will be once again coming into play to decide the top two. Stay tuned for the big announcement and results next week at this time on KLMJ and KQCR. Last night there was some high school wrestling girls wrestling invitational at Osage. 17 teams competing at Osage and East Buchanan girls win the wrestling meet. Cedar Falls was second Osage third. West Fork was 16th out of the 17 teams competing as team standings go yesterday. There was basketball on the radio last night. John Mowinkle reports on our featured broadcast I'm John Mullenkle reporting from the North Butler High School Gymnasium in Green, where the North Butler and Clarksville basketball teams split the first doubleheader of 2023 on Monday night. The Clarksville girls came out on top over North Butler 43-25, and the North Butler boys came back for a 43-35 victory over the Indians. Well, it was a quick start for Clarksville as they led by double digits for a good portion of the way after the first quarter it was 14 to 4 26 to 12 at the halftime break but to start the third quarter both teams were really sluggish in fact the first bucket for either team in the third quarter didn't come till about the three minute mark as the Indians finally got off the schneid and uh, just general clunkiness throughout the rest of the way. Head coach of the Indians, Ross Timmerman, says this team was able to overcome that, but says they'll need to put together some stronger finishes as time goes on here in this season. Well, I knew coming into the game that we were going to be um, getting after defensively. We like to run a 12 or a 1-2-2 back into a 3-2, and we, we wanted to be more aggressive with coming out of break, out of that, that zone, and our girls did a really good job with it, and we mixed it up, we ran a little man, and, and um, defensively we were very solid, very good. I was very happy with it. Offensively it was a completely different story. We just couldn't find the rhythm tonight, and I think you got to tip your cap to North Butler. They did a really good job defensively, plugging up the middle of the lane, uh, kind of took took away our post touches, which kind of starts our offense for us, and uh, we, we've got to do a better job moving forward of uh, sharing the basketball, getting the ball swung side to side, and getting paint touches, and that's going to open up everything for us. But it, it's almost like we wanted to be more convenient versus execute. Kalen Hardy had 16 points to lead the way for Clarksville, the only Indiana double figures. North Butler was led by Casey Webke with 12 points. North Butler committed 34 turnovers in the game to Clarksville's 23. We move on to the boys' game, where it was a 
pretty entertaining back and forth battle. After one period of play, it was 11 to 8 North Butler, but then Clarksville comes back for a 23 to 21 lead at the halftime break. It was the Bearcats and the Indians then trading runs to start the third quarter, and it was 34-30 heading into the fourth. But Clarksville only ended up scoring five points in the entire period, and their first points came under three minutes to go in regulation when things really had kind of swung in North Butler's favor. They were playing from behind from that point on, and not a good finish for Clarksville. They have no players in double figures as Jacob Stoffer led with nine points. North Butler was led by Owen Albaline with 12 points and Hunter Rademacher with 10. So the Clarksville boys moved to four and three overall, while the Clarksville girls moved to seven and one. The Indians girls will host New Hampton on Thursday, and the Indians boys will host Collins Maxwell on Saturday. North Butler girls are now three and six, and the North Butler boys are four and five, and the Bearcat boys and girls will host West Fork in a doubleheader on Tuesday night that will air on 104.9 KLMJ. Once again, North Butler and Clarksville split as the Clarksville girls defeat North Butler 43-25 and the North Butler boys defeat Clarksville 43-35. I'm John Moenkle reporting from Green for Radio on the Go Sports. Thank you, Jonathan. The West Fork boys wrestling team has arrived at the holiday break, and they're getting ready to go again now with the break being over. Unlike most boys high school wrestling programs in the state, the Warhawks are represented by just... One athlete, that's Rafe Arbogast. West Fork head coach Jared Arbogast, his father, breaks down the challenges Rafe has to overcome to be out on the mat this season. He's had some health issues over the years. You know, he's battled heart surgeries and some other things. And hopefully we got that under control and we can come back after Christmas and stay healthy long enough to hopefully feed a little bit in the postseason and go from there. Coach Arbogast says the, uh, that holding practice has been a challenge, but he and Rafe are making the most of the situation. Well, it's actually kind of tough with the, the Iowa High School Athletic Association rules that follow. It's, it's challenging to get practice partners, so Coach has to go do a lot of goes with them. We're in the room with a lot of the girls at Westport, but they got a good thing going. But it seems like it's just being him a lot, but, you know, it is what it is, and we just make the most of it. Coach Arbogast and Rafe Russell uh, says uh, he right. Rafe wrestles at 126 or 132, depending on the circumstance. Where we've gone so far, they're just going to work with us. We try and get them, get them mastered. You know, we can't bump or move, or we, I mean, we can bump. We can bump to 32 because we're up on 126. But, you know, a lot of times we just want to get matches, so we'll do that, and we give up basically uh, the other 13 weights. It is what it is. And Arbogast placed fourth this year at the Wapsie Valley meet. Arbogast's next meet is coming up against Four City Lake Mills and North Butler Clarksville. Coach Arbogast says uh, the goal is to give a great effort, and that meet is coming up on Thursday. Well, uh, we have West Fork in the news, it seems like, as uh, now we're talking about West Fork and North Butler playing basketball tonight. Again, uh, not officially postponed or canceled, but the ninth-ranked West Fork girls are back in 2023, looking to continue the uh, smashing opponents uh, in a recent win over O. Sage, the Warhawks uh, were, are now 6-0 and and 4-0 and in the conference. Head coach Rodney Huber feels like his women of West Fork have an advantage over others in top of Iowa conference play. The way we play, uh, very tough for most teams in our conference. I think that, you know, they're going to have to basically change or, you know, adapt to us rather than us adapt to them. They just don't see what we do. And, you know, even when teams beat our full-court press, you know, I thought Osage did a pretty good job this last time of using the full-court press, but we're on you for the entire possession. We're on you on a miss. We're, 
into the half court where we're still going to trap you. We're going to be up in the passing lanes, and we do we can still do a lot of damage in the half court with our pressure defense. So. And the North Butler girls are 3-5, and five, led by junior Casey Weibke, averaging a double-double. On the boys' side, West Fork also has an unbeaten record. They are 4-0. and oh. They go up against a 3-5 and five Bearcat boys' team this evening. Again, uh, it is uh, still scheduled at this particular time. The Iowa Falls Alden girls and boys' basketball teams are set to make a return to the court tonight with Roland Story. The 3-3 three and three cadet boys are looking to keep up a three-game win streak when facing a 6-0 and oh Roland Story Norseman squad. Both teams are sharing two things in common. They're undefeated in their respective conferences, and they both look to uh, look on Nevada earlier this season. They uh, took on, that is, the Nevada Cubs. The Cadets will have their hands full with the Norsemen, who handled Nevada via a 20-point blowout, while IFA lost by seven to the same Cubs team. Iowa Falls Alden head coach Michael Collison, he says his uh, he hopes his boys can play well against Roland Story, given that they are an elite team. That's going to be a great measuring stick to see, you know, what, what we've gotten better at. You know, they're kind of the, the class of 2A in our, in our area, them and AP. And so, you know, if we're going to compete at all in the 2A postseason, it would be good to have a good showing against them. And the IFA girls team looking to continue some momentum after winning their last four in a row. The cadet girls are four and four now on the season against Roland Story, who is six and one. So some good matchups here tonight. Iowa Falls Alden basketball teams with Roland Story set to begin at 6:15 in Iowa Falls this evening. Again, that is weather permitting. And again, uh, we'll have a more rundown of what's going on here. There is a high school wrestling uh, scheduled boys Hampton Dumont Cal hosting Algona Ballard uh, tonight. But again, uh, with the school not being in session things aren't looking good to have those sports events but again stay tuned to Kalen J Radio on the go for more information and keep checking radio on the go.com for that I'm Dwayne Karstens reporting happy new year have a great day